Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And Lindsay, we have a hotel that I had actually never heard of before until I started doing some research, but they claim to be one of the top 10 haunted hotels in the United States. Wow, that's pretty amazing. It's a big claim, but I think there is a lot of activity here. This is your haunted holiday at the Lord Baltimore Hotel in Baltimore, Maryland. The Lord Baltimore Hotel in Baltimore, Maryland was opened in 1928. And at the time, Lindsay, it was a very big investment for the city. It was considered, you know, the largest and tallest hotel in all of Maryland. So it was a huge landmark at the time. You know, not that long before this, there was a huge fire in Baltimore that took down most of the city in 1904 and so this was a really big deal that they had this really fancy tall building put up right in downtown mm -hmm. now the other thing to note so i said it was opened in 1928 this is just before the great depression right so great depression occurs there is a lot of people that are hungry out of work people are depressed in general right and there is not a ton that is super interesting about the history of this place right like you know we talk about some places and there is like oh my gosh all these presidents have been there and you know al capone seems to like make his way around the country quite a bit you know back in these times <laughs> right. right he hasn't been there he <laughs> no has al capone I did not find any record of Al Capone being at this hotel. So there's not a whole lot of stuff like that. But an important thing to note is, and this is really tragic. So between the years of 1929 and 1932, during the Great Depression, there are more than 20 documented people jumping from the roof of this building to their deaths committing suicide oh my gosh that's very tragic really horrible a lot of people and it just kind of shows the type of impact that you know these economic slumps mm -hmm. that we go through as a country or world can have on people so really, really tragic yeah. and a lot of death that surrounded right. this hotel. Why this building? Is it just because it was the tallest building in the city at the time? I mean, that's just so random. That's what they say, yeah. It was the tallest landmark, and so people would use it to end their lives. Wow. Now, the most famous, and this is more legend, there is a story of parents who went to a party at this hotel they were dressed up they brought their seven-year-old daughter named molly and apparently they determined like we're gonna go have a fabulous time at this party we're gonna consider this our last good night on earth and then they finished the party decided to go up to the top floor 
and committed suicide, but they weren't the only ones that jumped to their death. They actually took their seven-year-old Molly with them. Ugh, horrifying, horrifying. I cannot imagine. I know, I know. It's absolutely terrible, but that's the most famous story of an individual. But again, that's a little bit more legend, and I'll talk about why here in a little bit obviously when we get into the haunts that is going to have you know a big part of the story so that one's not actually on record but that's the story that everybody knows now over the years the hotel has changed hands numerous times you know it got bought and sold by different companies it was eventually bought by radisson hotels and was named as a Radisson Hotel. And then in 2013, it changed hands again. They renamed it to the Lord Baltimore Hotel. And the owners there say, you know, this is a really unique historic place. Like there are tons of Radissons in the world. Why not make it? It's this unique name. We want it to be this fabulous hotel that we've renovated and restored to its full glory, which is what it is today. So they've done a really good job of renovating this place. And in fact, one of the really interesting stories about the renovation in 2013, they were redoing the ballroom to make it kind of like a fancy restaurant. Mm -hmm. And they found this like pocket in the wall that was like a mirror I guess and when they went to go take the mirror off they were like what the heck is this and it took them several days to get through but they found a door and behind the door there was all this like untouched stuff from the 1920s and 30s and they decided it must have been an actual speakeasy that was built into the walls that wasn't discovered until recently How amazing. And I mean, I'm sure Al Capone was there now that you say that at some point. (laughs) I mean, obviously I'm kidding, but that seems to be, you know, he was at speakeasies all the time, right? You just never know. You just never know. And today, what's really cool about this too, is they've actually kind of renovated that area to be what it was originally, to be kind of like a cool speakeasy thing. So you can even go today and they have all kinds of cool drinks that are from back in that time period. And it just looks really, really neat. That's awesome. I've, you know, I don't know if you guys or listeners have been to some of these. This is kind of a trend now where they've got these speakeasies from prohibition area era when it's uh hidden right maybe you have to have a password in order to get in they're really cool if you have one in your town google it they're all over the place you'll be surprised This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. 
Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part. My services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the travel agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact your haunted holiday travel agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. Now, not a ton of history here, but there was a significant amount of death, right, that we know of that occurred at this hotel. And they do claim, you know, a lot of people say this, that this is one of the top haunted hotels in all of the United States. And there is a significant amount of activity that seems to be going on in the rooms and the hallways of this place. Now, a lot of people say, Lindsay, when they walk in, especially people that are more prone to, you know, feeling energies, they say that there is a very heavy energy, almost like, you know, the room is super crowded. And some people say that they are overcome with emotion and they have to leave at least temporarily to like kind of recuperate for a minute before they enter the building again. Interesting. Well, and and you know how I'm skeptical about some of that, but you know, I could see how emotion could really come into this because you've got, unfortunately, the death there is very tragic. It's a suicide for a lot of it. And people are going through emotional issues or their depression. I mean, obviously this was a horrible time for the world due to the great depression. So there probably was a lot of emotions happening back then, which has led to the haunting. So who knows? I mean, maybe there's something to it. And maybe that's what they're feeling, right? That heavy Mm -hmm. emotion that is tied to it from those people that leapt to their deaths. I, I think that's totally valid. Now, there are a lot of unnamed ghosts here and a lot of unnamed, you know, activity that is occurring. We don't know exactly who it is that they are attributing this to you know there are known to be shadow figures that are darting about I like the word darting for shadow figures because that's kind of how I imagine them like out just outside your periphery right on the outskirts of that a lot of isolated cold spots that apparently are really really cold but they're super isolated so it's not like an entire room disembodied footsteps voices There are lights that flicker on a regular basis. There is even what they say is kind of a prankster ghost that really likes to move remote controls around the room and (laughs) hide them from people, that kind of thing. And uh, TVs will turn on and off on their own. Interesting. Okay. That's, that's, That's an odd one. They've learned the technology, like I've said in the past. Oh, that's right. That's (laughs) kind of funny, right? Yes, they've learned how to turn on and off a television. Or maybe they're just curious about it, right? They're just kind of interested in it and hitting buttons. Hitting buttons, yeah. Or they're impacting the energy in the room, right? Like we say Uh that they feed off of energy. Maybe they're producing so much energy that that somehow powers it on. You know, I don't know. Who knows? 
All right. So the other thing people report here is that they tend to have a very hard time sleeping because it seems like the feeling of somebody watching you, even though they don't necessarily see whatever that creepy figure is that's watching you. Now, the other thing that the staff there reports is that there has been people would call the front desk and be like, you know, I feel like somebody entered my room last night. Can somebody come up here and check the locks on my door? Because I really don't feel comfortable. I'm pretty certain somebody entered the room and was Ugh. walking through it. That's terrifying because maybe somebody did. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, it could have been a ghost. Absolutely. We're talking about a haunted hotel here, but... I mean, I always say could have been real as well. <laughs> so be careful, folks. Yep, I agree. I find it way more scary that a real person. Could a real enter person your room. doing that is way more terrifying than a ghost. Let's be real. Yes. And now the other reason, Lindsay, people have a hard time sleeping here is they say, like, right when you're getting ready to fall asleep, a lot of times, you will hear and see, like, somebody screaming and flailing dropping Ugh. and you can see them outside the window and so people will panic and be like oh my gosh did somebody just jump off the roof of this thing and they even say people have reported it from the street as well so like you don't even have to be staying here you could be walking down the street next to this place and see what looks like somebody like screaming falling down the side of this building Horrible. Yeah, that's th what a awful residual haunting. Terrible. It is. And in fact, it has been so prevalent that 911's been called several times because people see, you know, mm -hmm. somebody falling from the building. Of course, your first instinct is, oh my gosh, like I, I got to call 911, you know? And right. then the emergency services get there, and of course, there is nobody. The other thing that they say happens there quite a bit is there are really three main ghosts that they see on a regular basis in terms of full-bodied apparitions. Now, the first two appear to be a couple, and they are like dressed to the nines, and you will usually see them dancing in the ballroom is where you typically see them. You'll also see them up on the 19th floor. They have a really cool sky bar there, actually, that's like on the rooftop deck. But you're, you're gonna see these, and a lot of people think that these are the parents that took their seven-year-old daughter and jumped to the death, but they're not sure, but that's kind of the rumor. This must be those parents. Right, right. It makes sense. I mean, they're dressed up, they're dancing, they're partying. Really could be anyone, but the legend is that they died there, which makes it more likely that they'd be the people haunting the place. Right. Now, the most famous of the ghosts at this place is the seven-year-old girl. We know how you love little kid ghosts, Lindsay. Now, she is, her name is Molly. That's what the people working there and going there call this spirit. But this spirit is very active and the most seen spirit in the hotel. Now, Molly is always seen wearing a white dress with black shoes and playing with a red ball. That is what everybody that sees her reports there seems to always be a red ball there now one of the rumors that's really interesting 
is so I told you the story about how she jumped to her death with her parents back in the day. The other story that I heard, but I really only heard it once, was that people speculate that maybe she was on the rooftop deck, was playing with the red ball, it fell over the side of the building, and she followed it to try to catch it and just was too young and didn't realize. So that's the other potential explanation for Molly, but we're not really sure. The more common one is that she went with her parents over the side of the building. That's the story that you're going to hear most of the time. But you are going to see Molly on a regular basis throughout any of the hallways of the building, even the lobby. Like she's seen pretty much everywhere. But the most prominent place that you are going to see Molly is actually on the 19th floor, which is where that sky bar is, that open rooftop deck. And you'll see her there a lot. Now, the other thing they see her doing, a lot of times she's just like running down the hallways, right? But other times, apparently she's seen like sitting and like rocking back and forth and crying. Oh, no. That's yeah. terrible. That's so sad. Yes. And sometimes they say she's like calling out for her parents is also very sad but you know I talk about some of the different reports that the front desk gets like hey can you check my room to make sure this lock is working properly but the other one they get very often is people calling the front desk saying hey there's a little girl up here and I feel like she's there's no parents watching her can we send somebody up here to try to figure out where her parents are Mm -hmm. so they get that report a lot that's so cool i i mean i think uh i love the idea of the reports coming into the front desk you know people calling in maybe not realizing even that they're staying in a haunted hotel but they've seen something or they've called 911 based on something they've seen that adds a lot of credence to what people are seeing to me you know if they're calling and they they weren't there looking for a ghost right they thought it was a real thing right and actually you know when i was researching this there are a lot of individual accounts from people that stayed here that experienced something that say i really had no idea it was supposed to be haunted or maybe they did and didn't experience something initially but then something really creepy happened one person was saying they were just kind of like sitting in their room and there was a quarter on their desk and the quarter literally just like picked up dropped and started spinning for like a whole minute this quarter was just like spinning on their desk and nobody touched it and they were like we have no idea how that happened the other really really common account which is fascinating is of the elevator okay and people experience this all the time and in fact workers say this i saw an interview with one of the managers there who said you know the elevator specifically elevator number two will just go straight to the 19th floor and then back down to the lobby and do this over and over again but nobody's in it nobody's hitting any buttons right Mm. they have no explanation for this and the 19th floor is where they say molly and her parents hang out a lot as well as would the other spirits that potentially jump to their death because that is where they have that open roof area Mm -hmm. 
And so 19th floor is where you want to go to see ghosts at this place. I mean, there are other places, but that's going to be your most prominent location for them here. It's the most haunted spot. But the elevator itself has a ton of activity. Apparently, people in the elevator here get, like, grabbed and touched. And sometimes, like, their hair pulled when they're in the elevator. But not only that, they will have hit a button to, like, go to the lobby. And all of a sudden, they're not paying attention. And they're on the 19th floor. Oh, my gosh. Maybe they're getting, like, grabbed and hair pulled and stuff because they're not going to the floor the ghost wants them to go to. <laughs> Maybe. So random. Right. But again, like, I read a report from somebody online who said they hadn't really experienced anything. And then all of a sudden they go to leave the hotel and they hit the lobby button and it takes them straight to the 19th floor. And they were just, like, totally spooked. Like, oh, my gosh why would it go there we definitely didn't hit that button i mean maybe it's an elevator malfunction yeah it does seem really strange now the other thing that is reported that is that a lot of people talk about online is there is a penthouse suite at this hotel and in the penthouse suite apparently there is what appears to be like a child's handprint on the wall and no matter what they do like they could try to paint over it or whatever that child's handprint just reappears well that's really interesting i would like to paint over it and then put a video camera up and see what happens <laughs> i'm all about capturing the evidence This place, when I'm looking at their website, I do not see any like ghost tour options, that kind of thing. But a lot of these hotels that are haunted, you know, they don't necessarily have it on their website, but when you're actually there, they promote it. And one of the things that I had read online on a different site was that they typically will offer ghost tours at the hotel on Friday nights. So if you go here, I definitely recommend you ask the concierge or whoever's working at the front desk when you check in to see if they have a ghost tour. The other thing I would say is there are third-party companies that have offered tours of this place, specifically around Halloween time. I know there was a virtual tour that, that another company had in November that did an entire tour of the haunted history of this location, as well as kind of like a Facebook Live investigation thing set up. So this place is totally down for ghost investigations, but they're not like promoting it a massive amount. Got it. So, I mean, they embrace their ghosts, but they're also, that's not their primary function. They are truly a hotel that's a nice historical hotel that sounds like they've made good updates to it that embraces their ghosts to, to some extent. Exactly. That's that's exactly right. And there are other, you know, tours of Baltimore, like ghost tour type things where you could walk and get kind of a, a breakdown of what is going on at the Lord Baltimore Hotel. So lots of potential options out there for you if you're interested in that. Now, if you are going to stay here, 
be sure to go to the 19th floor. That is going to be the most haunted location in the entire building. They have a really nice sky bar up there. It is closed right now due to COVID situation, but I'm sure you'd be able to make your way up there and, and go check it out, especially once we're past all this pandemic mess you're gonna want to take a stop I mean I say like nothing better than having some good food and cocktails while you're ghost hunting because literally in the location where you're having that food and cocktails is where most of the ghosts are gonna be that's what we love about going to haunted locations you go on location you vacation you enjoy it you know experience the whole thing right go go to the sky bar Right. And it's also a really good excuse to have some cocktails, right? It's like, well, I'm going to have one more drink. I'm going to wait for little Molly to, you know, show up with her red ball. And maybe if you have too many, you know. (laughs) Right. Well, you know what I'd like to do, though, for Molly is bring a red ball as kind of like a trigger object and see what happens and see if you get any responses. I see, I, I saw a lot of people doing that on YouTube. Okay. There are some videos of different investigations that have happened here. And one group that I saw, they did have it, have a ball move. Um, and they even brought uh, this one group I was watching, like a stuffed animal toy, kind of like what we brought to Villisca Axe Murder mm-hmm. House. It's a little bit like a REM pod in a stuffed animal to kind of mm-hmm. lure molly which is interesting the other cool thing about this place Lindsay, is it is pet friendly they do have a pet friendly policy there you can bring up to two animals that are up to 80 pounds wow combined combined weight so you can have like two 40 pound dogs or like one 80 pound dog (laughs) that is hilarious i love that a lot of these places i'm always surprised that some of these older, more historic locations, a lot of times they allow dogs. I love it. They do. And then it it does cost a little bit extra because of cleaning fees and stuff like that. It's like $50 more to bring a pet. But they provide pet beds and dishes for, you know, their food and water and stuff like that. And I bet just because this is a nice place, they're probably going to give you some dog treats or something too if you sign up for it. The room rates are actually, I think, pretty reasonable. So if you want to get just like a king size bed, so big enough for two people, then it costs $154 a night, which is not bad. And you are in downtown Baltimore. So it is like prime location. And if you want a little bit of an upgrade, you can get two queen beds. So enough room for four people. And that costs $100 more. So about $249 a night. Gotcha. So, I mean, it is it is a little bit on the pricey side. It sounds like a pretty nice hotel. Lisa, does it look pretty reasonably updated? What What does it look like as far as comfort level? It does. So especially like the main areas have been really nicely renovated. The rooms, they look like very comfortable, but not like five star. You know what I mean? So like nice, but not super nice. Got it. So not super fancy, but a nice hotel. You'll be comfortable there. It looks plenty comfortable. Yes. All right. Well, the Lord Baltimore Hotel sounds really pretty amazing. I love these historic older hotels. You can go have a nice time. Usually there's good food and drinks and you can just get a room for the night and ghost hunt. It's like there's just nothing better than that. 
totally agree. All right. Very good. Well, this week I'm going to read a message that we got on Facebook from one of our listeners, Gary. He lives in Savannah. So he lives in like one of the most haunted cities in the world. And uh, he he sent us a message. He said, I hope you guys, y'all, he said, y'all, because he's from Savannah. He said, I hope, <laughs> I hope y'all are doing well and staying warm. He wanted to share a funny story. A couple of months ago, his family and I adopted a rescue pup, which he sent us a picture of, and it is so freaking cute, this puppy. Oh my gosh. Adorable. Really cute. So he said, uh, we decided to keep the name that was given to him prior to adoption, which is Zodiac. So we started started calling him Zodi for short, but my wife and I have also taken to calling him Zozo as well. This reminds me of the video y'all posted with the Ouija board from the Velisca Axe Murder House. If you guys haven't seen it, we do have a YouTube channel. You can just type in your haunted holiday and it'll be there. It's not the best video. We're definitely better podcasters than video makers, but it gives you an idea of our stay there. Um, so he said, so every time one of us uses that nickname of Zozo, I'm waiting for a dang demon to jump out or for the puppy to morph into one. <laughs> It just cracked me up because the Zozo thing is so random. We had never heard of it and we ran across, who knows, maybe a scary demon. But I can tell you, there is no demon in this rescue puppy that Gary has. No, it is the opposite. So cute. Which is why it's funny. Now, if you guys are interested in hearing more about the Zozo demon, and we I think we ran across it. I really do. And yeah. you can go back and listen to, if you haven't already, our overnight stay at Velisca Axe Murder House episode. Yes, exactly. You can listen to that episode and then go back and watch the YouTube video, which is a very short little snippets of some of the evidence we were able to catch. So go and enjoy. All right, guys, if you are liking this show, please make sure to rate us five stars. It helps us engage more listeners. Also, reach out to us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Send us a message. Um, you can also go to our website, yourhauntedholiday.com. Click contact us and you can send us an email. We love getting any sort of like scary stories where you've come across something interesting, recommendations for episodes. Those are a lot of the times really the best, my favorite episodes. We get some good recommendations from you guys. So, all right. I want to wish everyone a very, very happy holidays and thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. I hope everybody has a wonderful time with Christmas coming up and any holiday that you are celebrating. Stay safe and healthy. 